Graham Matthews, Bleacher Report, Fan Sided Daily DDT, my man. How you doing? Doing great, Randy. How you doing, brother? Doing good, man. Can't complain. We're taping this on March 22nd. Uh, the road to WrestleMania is upon us. I know you'll be there uh, on behalf of Bleacher Report. Uh, you can find Graham Matthews on Twitter at WrestleRant. Find the great work that he's been doing over the last couple of years on social media. Find myself, Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, letter J-C-R-U-Z on both IG and Twitter. Also on TikTok at Randy J-A-Y-C-R-U-Z. Find the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, also on YouTube.com slash Cruise Control Podcast, also on TikTok at 2 out of 3 Falls Pod. We greatly appreciate your love and support for the program. Uh, give us a download, rate, comment, all that good stuff. Um, so again, WrestleMania 39, the card is shaping up to be right now. We had 12 matches. I think last week we had like four. <laughs> so so they're really yeah. trying to ramp shit up. So let's go through it real quick. Before we get to the the main stuff later on. So we got all in all, obviously Roman and Cody for the undisputed title. Um, Seth Rollins and Logan Paul, Charlotte and Rhea Ripley for the SmackDown Women's title. Bianca and Asuka for the Raw Women's title. Brock, your favorite, Brock and Omos in a singles match. Oh uh, triple threat, icy title match. Gunther, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus. We have Austin Theory, John Cena. United States Championship, Trish, Lita, Becky against Damage Control in a six-woman tag, Edge and Finn Balor in a Hell to Cell match, could be interesting, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez and uh, and three more teams in a Fatal 4-Way Women's Tag Match, we got a Men's Fatal 4-Way Tag Match, and then we have the Usos and now Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn for the Undisputed Tag Team Championship. So we got 12 matches on the card. If nothing else is added, you're looking like six on one on night one, six on night two. So I guess aside from the obvious, aside from the Romans and maybe the Usos match, is there another match that you're looking forward to that just got added recently? I mean, the whole card, I think it looks solid on paper. I mean, you kind of took the two answers out of my mouth and that it being the main event, obviously Cody and Roman being the most anticipated match on the show. And then the tag team title match as well, just announced on Monday, Usos, Owens, and Zayn. Um, beyond those two, what else I would be looking forward to? Probably the match that hasn't been announced yet, and Ray and Dominic. I think the build has been so well done, and I didn't think I would say that, because uh, six months ago, it was like the worst thing on the show to me. Like, they kept dragging it out. It wasn't interesting. Dominic was just getting started as a heel. It was hard to care. Um, but he's done a really good job in his current role the last couple of months, and I think the match could also be really, really good. So that hasn't been announced yet, probably on SmackDown this Friday, I would have to imagine, hopefully. Um, they could wait till the Hall of Fame. I would hope not, though, just to give it enough time before it happens and beforehand it would you know, announce it and advertise and hype it and whatever. So that match I'm also really looking forward to. Um, yeah, I mean, the whole, I mean, the rest of the card, I think Logan, Paul, and Rollins will also be an excellent match as well. The build's been good. That's probably another match I'm looking forward to. I could see them kicking off. Um, night one, and also the Intercontinental Championship match as well. I think that's going to be a fucking show stealer of a match between McIntyre, Sheamus, and Gunther. So all four of those matches should be great. The rest of the card, that's not to say it won't be as good. Mm-hmm. Anything could over-deliver. Uh, Brock and Omos could be a barn burner. You never know. That's right. But um, those are the matches I'm looking forward to the most, though. Um, I think I think Edge and Finn could be interesting. You know, it, it is hell in a cell. And, uh, you know, Edge calling out uh, for Demon Finn. So we'll get that aspect from Finn Balor. Uh, you know, Hell in a Cell, WrestleMania, 
I don't recall the last time we had it. I, I know WrestleMania 28 is in my head with Taker and Hunter, but I'm trying to think if that was the last one we had at a WrestleMania. Taker and Shane from 32 was the last one. Oh, uh, Taker and Shane. Yeah, that terrible match, yeah. All right, it was, uh, I guess it didn't really warrant a fucking Hell in a Cell match, but I think this this kind of warrants it. I, I, it's the end, it's the culmination of this whole Edge and Judgment Day feud that's been going on for a year because I think he started Judgment Day a year ago at WrestleMania. So, yes, he did. So, you know, yeah. you put that to bed. It could be interesting. Um, and I, I, what I read last week was that, you know, wh- who's going to main event? We know night two is Cody and Roman. Uh, night one has always been either the Usos and now Sammy and KO. But now, from what we've been seeing, that Charlotte and Rhea Ripley could be um, – a potential main event night one match. Um, are you, I know the story has been there for the Usos and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh, they just made up last week, uh, early in the week on raw. So that, that, that match is official, but does it, are you more aligned? Cody won the rumble. He gets night two and then Rhea won the rumble. She, she, she should get night one main event. I mean, ideally she should get night one main event. But to me, you got to consider a few different factors here. I think ideally the women should main event night one or night two and the men should main event the other night based on who won the Royal Rumble, like you said. And the problem is that I think the stronger story of the two by far is the tag team title match. Mm -hmm. So you have to kind of go with, all right, what's the better story? What makes sense to close the show? Um, What's going to be as good, if not a better match than night two's main event? And I think the answer that checks all of those boxes is the tag team title match. Now... I mean, I've seen some people say, I mean, I don't, I'm one of those people that honestly, if they headline with Charlotte and Rhea, I don't hate that because it's not like Brock and Omos. Like it's not a match. I don't care about. I like, I like that match. I care about that match. I think Rhea's going to win. It should be a good match. Charlotte didn't get a get to main event last year. Not that it's all about Charlotte, but you know, it is kind of fucked that the women should have main evented last year on paper and they didn't, which made sense in retrospect because mm-hmm. the Stone Cold Steve Austin stuff went on last as it should have. Um, and then she wouldn't get the main event this year, even though she's also involved in a match with the Royal Rumble winner. So uh, Rhea's got to win. It should be a good match. Good story. Wouldn't mind main eventing, but if I'm booking, I would have the tag team title match main event night one because that is the most anticipated match aside from the main event of night two with Roman and Cody. Um, again, I've seen people say, oh, you can open up night two with the tag team title match and close it with the bloodline stuff. So make the... Make night two the bloodline centric show. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I would just put the tag team title match on last on night one, just because I feel like it'd be that good of a moment, and it would be a great you know feel good moment for uh, you know Owens and Zayn to finally win the tag team titles. You go off the air that way, people are happy, and it leaves you looking forward to what might happen in night two with Roman potentially losing to Cody Rhodes. So that's what I would do. I think at the end of the day, it will go to Re- uh, Ripley and Charlotte, but anything can change up until show day. Mm-hmm. Um, and real quick before I go to more of the Cody Roman, um, I think you mentioned a good match with the the triple threat for the um, IC title. It wasn't it, the, the IC title was not defended last year at WrestleMania, so now they're back at it. I think having Drew and Sheamus and, and, and I say Gunther all the time. I know it's Gunther. I say Gunther all the time. Um, I think that could be one of those sleeper matches. I, again, we I get Roman and the Seth and Logan Paul and even the Usos, but the sleeper could be. That, that triple threat IC title match for sure. 
Oh, for sure. I mean, that's another contender of a match who could have headline. I wouldn't do that over the other two matches because those matches make more sense. But if you're going off of sheer match quality in terms of what the best match could be, um, that's it. Honestly, it could be one of the best matches all WrestleMania weekend, if not the best match all WrestleMania weekend should be that match. Mm -hmm. Um, Those two or those three rather are going to go in there and kill it. And I'm hoping for a new champion in Sheamus after the long reign that Gunther has had. I think it is uh, Sheamus' time to win the championship. But um, yeah, I think the match is going to be a banger for sure. No pun intended. Mm. If you were if you were a betting man, I know we we always have this joke. If um if if, if Triple H was on the card, he'll have the longest match, right? <laughs> so of course, yeah. <laughs> as of right now, if everything and if you add Ray and, and Dominic, if you were a betting man, which match you think is going to be the longest at WrestleMania? Um, all weekend. Probably, honestly, Hell in a Cell. Edge usually has pretty long matches, hmm. and you throw in the stipulation, it probably will be the longest match in the entire weekend, yeah. All right, so get, Graham's going with, uh, put put on FanDuel, Graham's going with uh, Edge and Finn Balor, Hell in a Cell, the longest match at WrestleMania. I think uh, it's a safe bet. Damn, I would say triple threat, but triple threat don't really go that long. Like, like No, they don't really need to go that long. Nah. Roman and Cody could go a while as well, but... You know, I don't think it needs to go 30 minutes. I think Edge and Finn is going to feel longer once the, the entrance is, the, the cage coming down, and the actual match. Yeah. Is, that's, that's at least 20, 20, 22 minutes right there, I, yeah. I would say. Hell in a Cell usually lasts pretty long at WrestleMania. I think the mm-hmm. Taker-Triple H match and also um, Taker and Shane all lasted. I think they both lasted like 30 minutes each, at yeah. least, if not longer. So not that I need to go... For it to go that long, I wish it was shorter, but just my guess yeah. is that Edge and Balor will be the longest match of either night. See, and real quick, th- th- I know I forgot something. So I read last week that you know they, the 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 prospect of betting when it comes to you know pro wrestling and who's going to win and the matches like that's been brought up pretty recently and how they how they would do it. I think most are, are not saying it'll be anytime soon, but it's like. It's gonna be hard to say. Oh, I'm. I I bet Roman's gonna win when you really know things are pretty predetermined. But like something I just asked you, what's the longest match or who's gonna have the longest entrance? Like that stuff yeah. you really don't know. So it's like that's a kind of world they they might try to you know kick the tires on. I just don't know if it's realistic to to be betting on stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I think there's also the issue of when this was brought up a couple of weeks ago, that WWE would have to lock the results in for these matches to ensure that there's no legal issue or whatever, like why a while in advance, like weeks in advance. And that's just not how WWE or how wrestling works. Stuff yeah. can change on a fly. So I don't think that's actually going to happen, honestly. I, I think it's just something being talked about. I mean, what you're talking about has already kind of been happening, not officially, but people do bet on that sort of stuff on certain websites and whatever, like DraftKings that is that sort of shit. Not for a lot of money, I don't think, but you could still do that. Um, officially, I don't think it'll ever be a thing for those reasons. If you have to lock in results that far in advance, that's just not going to happen, and it shouldn't happen. That would be stupid. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Let me, let me get one more bet from Grant real quick. Uh, how about this? So we have, where's 39. WrestleMania 39. This should be fun. All right, so we have one, two, three, four, five, six title matches. How many titles get changed at WrestleMania? 
I think they all change except for the United States Championship. That's all my prediction. Change? Wow. I think we have a new Intercontinental Champion, World Champion. I mean, there's a good chance Roman retains, but I'm still going to stick with Cody as my per, as my pick, and I think he should win anyway. I think we get a new World Champion, IC Champion, Tag Team Champion, Raw Women's Champion, and SmackDown Women's Champion. The only title I don't see changing hands is the United States Championship. Mm, okay, lock it in. Graham says five out of six remain, new champion. I'm talking about five new champions, one remain, and that'll be Austin Theory. Um, yep. So I read this morning that there's going to be a, a rumor about Roman's going to take significant time off after WrestleMania. I think we've been talking about this for months now, that he deserves it. He should get it. He's been on top of the world for damn near almost three years, world champion, going all over the place. Yeah, it's time for you to take a break, but that's only contingent if he, if he loses the title at Cody Rhodes. There are fans out there, majority feel like Cody is going to win. There are some fans who feel like Roman is going to retain. They don't want Roman to lose the title anytime soon. Our good friend of ours, Brian Waters, last week said he would like to see Roman Reigns be, be champion forever and break San Martino's thousand-day record. And I'm like, wow, that, that's pretty impressive. But that means that might take you to SummerSlam. So the rumor is he's going to take off until SummerSlam. Um, but it all depends if he loses um, the belt. So... I don't know. Again, I think all signs point to Cody Rhodes winning the title. I think it's it's, it's just that time for something brand new. Um, but Graham, today again, March twenty second. Do you still feel like there's a there's a fifteen percent, twenty percent chance that Roman walks out WrestleMania still champion? It could honestly be higher than that. I mean, even with wow. that report. Honestly, he could take time off and still be the fucking champion. It wouldn't be the first time. I mean, he won the title last year, and he didn't defend it until, like, June or July. I mean, that's right. I think there's a really good – honestly, with every day that passes, I think it becomes likelier that Roman wins. I wouldn't even give it a 15 or 20% chance. I would say, like, 40 at this point. I think there's a really good chance Roman wins, especially after Cody said on Raw, he was like, oh, and the bloodline, when you lose Roman Reigns at WrestleMania – the bloodline's going to leave you. And I'm thinking it's a little too on the nose. I'm not saying it's a bad idea if Cody wins. I think he should. But if they're if they're just doing this to play of the unpredictability of it, then I think that's amazing. It's going to make that match more unpredictable because I don't think it's far from a guarantee that Cody wins. Definitely far from a guarantee. Um, but I mean, I just would not have Roman win. I think it'd be really dumb for him to retain, for the reign to continue, to drop it to who is the question. I think it'd be silly. Uh, I mean, it's not... The worst thing, I mean, Roman Reigns has been a great champion. I said this when Brian was on a week or two ago. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I just think it's one of those things where the time is now. Cody is, is as hot as he'll ever be. He's the right guy for the job. I don't want one world champion that makes part-time appearances. We've had that for fucking years. We had that with Brock. We've had it with Roman for the last year. He has been the best part of the show. Yeah, but all good things must come come to an end. I don't want to wait for Roman to lose the championship when we're all fucking sick of it. A lot of people already are sick of it. Uh, I'm not currently, but I think now is the time to have him drop the championship. When, when he beat Drew at Clash of the Castle last September, I'm thinking I'm fine with this because there's more opponents for Roman to face. You can do the Sami Zayn thing that did Kevin Owens. Logan Paul was another option. Uh, another match they ended up doing. There was a lot more story you could tell with Roman Reigns. Currently, not that there's no story you can tell, but I'm not sure how you can keep the bloodline stuff interesting without taking that next chapter with Roman losing the championships. And we also, in my opinion, need two titles. I mean, they don't know how to book one world title. They could maybe have one world champion with a full-time active person in charge. 
This isn't the fucking 70s anymore. We don't have Bruno on top or he wrestles once a month or whatever. It's just not going to happen. We need two world champions with the roster depth that we have. Mm-hmm. We have two brands. You got to make this shit interesting. I don't want to watch a show where there's nothing at stake. There's no champion. There's nothing to fight for. I mean, I I, I am so adamant about getting two world titles back and, um, you know, and Roman Reigns dropping it. I mean, I have not been this adamant about anything in a while just because I'm, I've seen a lot of people say, oh, Roman should win. All right, then you can deal with the consequences of the show's just not being that good once Roman loses, uh, once Roman wins, because he's not going to be there probably. I mean, I just don't, I don't know. I just don't think it's a good idea at all. So that's just me. So I'm, I'll get to this idea in a second. I'll put Roman Reigns on pause right now because you mentioned about the titles and another rumor going around that Triple H is not really, or hasn't been really been a fan of one person having both titles. Um, there's also a rumor that he wasn't even a fan of the Universal title to begin with. So now it's like trying to, and again, they said by SummerSlam, they should be a Raw champion and a SmackDown champion. How do you how do you make that happen if Roman still wins? I don't know, but I, at least he's, he's understanding that we got to have two world champions. Um, preferably, if, if you leave it up to Cody... He'll he'll keep the world title. He'll go back to the wing eagle belt and just say, "Oh, you yeah. still can go to somebody else." I really don't care about that shit. So at least we're seeing Hunter is trying to trying to figure out what to do with having multiple champions on, on both brands. Um, with the Roman and Cody thing, I, I I got an idea, and I think you might be like, "All right, zero percent it happens," but from a storyline, it makes sense. So if you want to keep Roman champion to SummerSlam, fine. But you also got to make Cody lose, but not make it seem like obviously outside, you know, shenanigans. It wasn't legit. It's going to be interference, whatever, to keep that story going. But if you think about it and you tell me if if I'm wrong, Roman Reigns has just fought everybody in his uh, reign. Again, not one guy. I think it's one guy who's injured. Don't know if he's coming back anytime soon. I'm just saying this fantasy booking is. But if you have Roman win, Cody loses on behalf of the return of Randy Orton. And I say Randy Orton because he's never fought Roman one-on-one as while Roman has been champion. But Roman, I'm sorry, Randy and Cody go back to legacy. So Randy can say, you're on top of the world. You this and that because of me. Without me putting you under my wing many years ago, over a decade ago, you would not be the Cody Rhodes standing here today. You have Cody and Randy feud off until SummerSlam while Roman is taking time off. And then you do the rematch with Cody and Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. And that's when you get Cody as champion. If Cody does not win at WrestleMania, I don't know any other storyline you can put to hold off that match. So am I far-fetched? Are you like, hmm, I kind of dig that? Or it's like, damn, man, I, I love it, but shit ain't going to happen. It's not a bad idea, but the answer is still no to me um, <laughs> for two reasons. One, Come and on. someone said this to me yesterday. So a couple of people I've seen say, and it's not an awful idea. Listen, I love the idea of a Cody and Roman feud, or a Cody and Randy feud. I think we do need to get that at some point. The issue is that we haven't seen Randy in nearly a year. So when he comes back, and before he left, this was the same thing. He's going to be a fucking babyface. People will want to hear him. He hasn't been around in a long time. 
people like Randy. That's not to say he's going to be a babyface for the rest of his career, but dude, he was white hot before he left with the RK Bro stuff. And he comes back, he's also going to be white hot. If you have him feud with Cody and Cody's the babyface, Cody will definitely get booed. I think that'd be fucking on. You I think, think that so. part would be dumb. Just, I do think so. I think Cody is over enough as he is right now. But Randy is so popular. He's one of the few people I would not put in there with Cody right now unless the roles were reversed because I think Cody would be booed or at least half and half. I just don't think that's a good idea right now. And then you have no world champion until SummerSlam, which is a big no-no for me, especially since you have all these international shows. Like right now, coming out of WrestleMania is the time that you need a fucking world champion or two world champions because we got Backlash in Puerto Rico in May. King of the Ring in Saudi Arabia. That's right. Money in the Bank in London. Like, those are three massive shows that are not going to have a world champion. So I think that's stupid as far as, like, we need, we need, I think it's ridiculous they would even have Roman take a vacation if he's still champion. So I wouldn't do that. And then the other thing is, I also have said this as well, I don't think Cody should lose if the idea is for him to get a rematch and win. Because one, it would make the rematch more predictable, which isn't always a bad thing. But usually you do that if the person's not ready or the moment isn't going to be as big with that first match. The thing is, it is going to be that big at WrestleMania. This is the biggest it'll ever be. It'll be a Ford Field at SummerSlam. Not as many people. Not as big of a show. And he will not. I guarantee you, Cody Rhodes will not be as hot as he is right now. Like usually, if they lose the first match, it's because all right, they're not hot enough and they're not ready. Cody's fucking ready. I mean, these promos are off the chain. He's having great matches. He's ready to be world champion. I've always said if they have him lose just to give him a rematch and win, I think that'd be incredibly fucking dumb. The moment would still be cool, but it would definitely take away from the moment they would have at a WrestleMania, a WrestleMania moment. So I don't think anything will ever change my mind as far as why Cody should win and why we need two world championships. People have been arguing with me for months now. I mean, I'm not changing my fucking mind. I also said the same thing about Sammy Owens winning the tag team titles, and people were like, oh, people don't care about the tag team titles. That's the wrong mouth. To look look what the fuck happened. We're getting Owens and Zane for the tag team champions, and I think that's absolutely the right direction to go in because we got one of the best endings to SmackDown I've ever seen last week because we're getting that match at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That's also why Sammy should not have won Elimination Chamber. People were saying that as well, and I'm glad that didn't fucking happen because that also would have been dumb. People got to see the course here and see what the long game is. Sorry, I'm just going off on a tangent, but you know that's my two cents in the whole Roman and Cody shit. Mm. So basically, you love my idea, but you don't think you don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> I just think execute. it's a good idea. I just I, I want to see Cody and Randy, but the timing of it isn't right. Right in my now, opinion. I mean, I've also seen people say, I mean, to tweak your idea, what would be a better alteration of that is Cody winning the title and his first opponent is Randy Orton. Even that idea, I don't love because again, I think Randy is going to be massively cheered, mm-hmm. and I don't trust people to not boo Cody. And there's no reason to fucking boo Cody. There's no reason to. So I'm, I mean, it sounds like I'm coming across like the biggest Cody Rhodes mark here, but. I mean, they finally have a baby face that's being cheered genuinely. Why not ride off of that? Why give people a reason to boo him? That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, so I think Randy and Cody is a good post-WrestleMania feud. I just, I don't know if I would have Randy as a heel right now, but it is a feud I want to see at some point for sure. Absolutely. All right, so help me out. Let, let's say Randy comes in the ring at WrestleMania to RKO Cody Rhodes. They're going to cheer Randy because they love Randy or the fact that, oh, Roman's going to walk out with the fucking victory. Like, oh. Oh, no, because they love Randy, not because Roman's going to win, yeah. If if Roman beats Cody, people will not be happy. Hmm. Majority of people at WrestleMania, I know you have these people online, oh, Roman winning is the best call. Okay, cool, but I can tell you guaranteed right now, I don't think, it, same thing when Drew won, or Drew lost, 
I mean, I was fine with that in the moment because I think that was the right call to make. And ultimately it was obviously mm-hmm. people were not cheering when Roman Reigns retained. I mean, they were in Drew's home country and he lost and it was a disappointing moment. I don't think we need, we've, we've had a, a heel win in the main event of mania already with Roman Reigns. He's already won at WrestleMania. He lost two years as champion. Third time's the charm. He should lose this year. I don't want to, right. I don't want another Roman Reigns. Unless someone comes in, let's fucking CM Punk comes back. I mean, people are, I don't think people are going to cheer Roman Reigns retaining. Hmm. And I guess the, the question begs to, to, to ask, to be asked is, you know, if Roman does the drops the belt, the mania takes time off from slam, come back. Is he the good guy or the bad guy? He's still the bad guy because I think the you got to finish up the story with him and Jay, and Jay's the babyface. I mean, you don't have you don't have Jay take over the bloodline and have him be the heel, and Roman comes back as a babyface. I did say at one point that Roman should take time off and probably come back as a babyface, but I take that back now. Given the lay uh, the lay of the landscape right now, Jay should be a babyface coming out of the bloodline stuff, assuming they break up or whatever the fuck happens. Yeah, um, he should be the babyface in that match. And then second of all, they already have a lot of baby faces. They have Cody, they have Sammy, Owens, Drew, Sheamus, um, a lot of other people. So, I mean, they have a lot of, they honestly have more elite baby faces than they do heels. They need more heels. Not to say Roman should go right back after the championship, but I think there is more they can do with him as a heel before they can turn him baby face, which is inevitable, but I wouldn't do it right now. Hmm. Oh. Interesting. Interesting. Um Last part, uh, I read that Goldberg is a free agent now. I mean, I don't know if you care about Goldberg like that, but you know, he's a free agent. I'm seeing he, you know, he wants one, one more retirement match. CAW could be interested in Goldberg. Um, I think we mentioned last week that if he does have one final match, it should be like Big E, someone who's, a, who's been a big fan of Goldberg. Um, if he goes to AEW, would that excite you, or do you feel like Goldberg should have one more ti- uh, title match, one more one more match in his career? If he was to go to AEW, which I don't really care to see at all, okay. but if he was to go to AEW, it would have to be a one-off match that would make sense for him to end his career on, and he would have to put that person over. Unless he were to come in and like squash like fucking Lance Archer or something. I mean, him facing like Kenny Omega, like that's not going to happen. Yeah. Goldberg's he's like. 55. I like the guy, but that's just not going to happen. I don't think that's realistic. Um, he either comes in and beats a jobber. I mean, again, I don't really know what value that brings. I really don't think a lot of those fans, a lot of those fans are the same. The AEW audience is a big, you know, fuck Goldberg, fuck the part-timers, keep him over there. And like for them to then cheer Goldberg just because he's an AEW would be ridiculous. I'm not saying that's what AEW fans would do, but that seems pretty hypocritical, uh, you know, pretty stupid to me, hypocritical to me. Um, so anyway, I don't think he should go to AEW if he does. If, if not, squash a jobber, then put someone over like a Wardlow. Wardlow goes in there and beats the fuck out of him and then mm-hmm. wins. But that's the whole reason why Goldberg wants another match is to have a competitive match where he honestly probably wins. He was Roman went in there and beat the shit out of him in five minutes at Elimination Chamber and won. But he wasn't happy with that. Mm. Why? I don't understand why he's not happy with that. Because it wasn't the Goldberg of old. You're fucking 55, dude. I mean... I really like Goldberg, but it's just when I hear him say shit like that, it's like, why do you need another match? You put the guy over. That is the guy right now. Mm. I mean, what else do you want? I mean, well, you're not going to go in there and have a competitive match. And if he is, he should fucking lose. Mm -hmm. He's had competitive matches in the past in WWE, and they just weren't good because he's too old. It's not. It's too late. So I don't know. I, I but 
Like, ultimately, I don't want him in AEW. Let's put it that way. Uh, I think it's a waste. <laughs> Last point, which I should have mentioned a long time ago, uh, with this CKO and Sammy uh, kind of reunite, and now we have an official tag match with them and the Usos. Um, we, we, you know, as fans, we saw this coming in just a matter of when and how they were going to do it. Uh, long story short, did you like how everything from what they did on Friday on SmackDown with, like, you know, I'm going to – Sammy saying, I love you, and then Cody getting involved, and then, like, Sammy getting attacked, and then KO comes out, they do the hug, and then do this thing on Raw. Like, did you like how the, the build has been building, and now the culmination of them finally coming together? No, I love them. I mean, it's been the best told story in this company for the last, I don't know, 20 years or something. It's been a long fucking time since we've had a story that good. Um, just amazing. So, no, I've loved the, the build-up the segments, the everything, the reunion. We've had a lot of big moments too. It's not like it's just the entire storyline is building to one moment. We've had a lot of moments throughout the story through the bloodline with Owens and Zayn specifically that have been great, big pop worthy moments. We got that on SmackDown. Raw was good as well. And I think we'll get that again at WrestleMania when they win the tag team titles. So yeah, I think the build has been amazing. It's like I said earlier, one of my most anticipated matches going to WrestleMania for sure. So now that we know what the card is looking like, at least 95% of it, uh, as we stand right now, March 22nd, 1 to 10, how much are you uh, looking forward to WrestleMania 39, Graham? Um, Probably like an 8, honestly. I think the card is potential, and the main events alone are, are worth getting excited about. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the thing is, is that with excitement level and, and build and stuff, that shit's important, don't get me wrong. But really, the success of a WrestleMania just has to do with how it delivers. I mean, that's really what WrestleMania is. Any any real pay-per-view, it's not really about the build. I mean, the build is about getting people excited for it and making people want to purchase your show. But Mania 38, the build fucking was terrible for the most part. But it ended up being the best WrestleMania in at least the last six to seven years. So that's what I'm saying. Like, a, a Mania could have a bad build, but then a great Mania... Or a great build and a bad mania. That's also happened a lot. WrestleMania 32, WrestleMania 27. Those shows were terrible. Um, you know, I think those shows were bad, and we've had we had pretty good builds of those shows. So, you know, it really is all contingent in how they execute it. And I have enough faith in Triple H and the card itself that I do think these people will go out there, give it their all, and have a great show. So I'm looking forward to it. You can find Graham Matthews on Twitter at WrestleRants. Again, great work for both Bleacher Report and Fansided Daily DDT. Find myself on Twitter and IG, Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, letter J-C-R-U-Z. Find the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, also on YouTube.com slash Cruise Control Podcast. Find the podcast also on TikTok at 2 out of 3 Falls Pod. Give us a download, rate, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Show some love and appreciation for the program. We really appreciate it. Graham Matthews, I know which, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll chop it up next week. Uh, it's got to be before you leave to Mania, right? Somehow. I'm not sure. I got to check the schedule. Next week's going to be fucking busy, so I don't know. But we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll see. I'll see what I can do. Hey, brother, if we got to do it Sunday night, then we do it Sunday night or Saturday night or something. Something got to give, I'll man. figure it out. <laughs> I'll see. I got a busy... The next week ahead from, like, tomorrow on is going to be very busy, but we'll see. Mm. We'll figure it out. Again, Grant Matthews, Bleacher Report, two out of three falls podcast. We out. All right. Sounds good, brother. Take care. All right, man. Take it easy. Adios. All right.